Hey gang, it's Tim, and uh, I just picked up the Point of No Return, and I'll be spoiling the player cards for this pack. Um, if you're not in the spoilery bit of this and you haven't got it yet, uh, don't listen. Just wait, and then come back to it later. So, uh, but in any case, I am going to be spoiling all the player cards. Now, I have not, again, I stress, I have not played any of the Dream Eaters yet until it's all completed. And then I'll do a blind run through. So, um, just be patient with that. So, we're, we're down to two more packs left. And then we'll go through a blind run of that. So, all right, let's start with the first wave. And as always, I see when they correlate these cards, Guardian always shows on top. So, we got Heroic Rescue. This is an upgraded version. Spirit Tactic. Uh, zero cost asset. Two XP's put it into your deck. Uh, if you want to pitch this for skills, it'll give you willpower, strength, and agility. And it's fast. I love fast cards. Doesn't eat up actions. Play when a non-elite enemy would attack another investigator at your location or at connecting a location. Move to that location, if you're not already there, and engage an enemy and resolve its attack against you instead. Then, deal it one damage. So, let me dig out and see what the difference is between the normal Heroic Rescue. Uh, as I pull out... Now, I've actually grown out and I'm in two binders now. It's becoming an issue. But I, I can't put my cards into, like... The boxes, I mean, you know, say for the the the, uh, the scenarios, I'll put those in boxes, but I always like looking at the player cards <clears throat> via, you know, with the sports card pages and the binders. It's just easier for me to flip and go through. Uh, let's see, this was Rogue Rescue. It is an event. Oh, there it is. So the original version was a one-cost event. Um... So the trade-up is it reduces the cost by one. You do get an agility icon to pitch it for a skill test. And it's the connecting location. Wow, it does a lot. The only thing I, I hate that it doesn't do, <laughs> it's the elite enemies. Uh, I hate that restriction. But, I mean, uh it's got a lot of value to it, though. I, I really do see it. I mean, it, it causes you to move. So, um, I do dig that. I mean, it's another way it kind of bleeds through for, for Seekers. Because they always have, like, Pathfinder and Shortcut, and then they can actually do this stuff. It's just a way for Guardians to get another move in. But it's kind of a situational move, though. It's not like during your turn you can do it. Um, and then you can engage. So, I do kind of like that. You know, definitely, for the theme of this card, yes, it definitely oozes that. Very, very much so. Would I play it? The only thing that holds me back on this card is still it targets out non-elite. So what happens if I come across an elite enemy? You're going to have yourself a dead card. But I, I guess having this card still in your hand, if you have to pitch something, at least it gives you three out of the four skill icons that's on the card. So at least it gives you a plus one to that regard. Uh, and again, this would only be useful... I mean, if you're playing two-handed solo, if you're running two investigators. But, obviously, this card's going to be a lot better for multiplayer. So, and I don't do a whole heck of a lot of multiplayer. I do have a couple campaigns that I run with my buddies. But, I 
I'm probably not going to play too much with this one. And again, I think the primary reason is going to be it's still a non-elite. So, all right, we'll move to the next one. This is an upgraded leadership uh, skill. This one costs two XPs to put it out. It gives you a wild icon pip. It's practice. It's a subtitle. While leadership is committed to a skill test being performed by another investigator, leadership gains willpower and uh, another wild pip. And if the test is successful, you gain two resources. If leadership is committed to a skill test being performed by another investigator, that investigator also gains two resources. So, wow. Um, I do like the leadership card. Again, it's not going to be too much uh, going on for those you know play solo. This is definitely a multiplayer card through and through. Uh, and I'm looking at the uh, leadership and what it actually does. Uh, yeah, it's just that added bit of just getting resources. So the normal leadership is just exactly the same, except if you commit the leadership, you get two resources. But even better, if you pitch that skill card to help out that person, they'll get two resources, and you'll get two resources, assuming it's uh, successful. Uh it's another way of you getting resources as a guardian, because it's kind of hard getting resources as a guardian. But uh, I like it. Uh, I, it's a, I think it's a good upgrade. Solo-wise, no, I'm not going to do it. But uh, leadership, definitely multiplayer. If you're running, you know, rolling stuff like that, I can see the value in this. It's just another way for you getting bucks and helping out another person out with a test. And... That gives them, it's like you're throwing out an unexpected courage with uh, the benefit of possibly getting some resources. So, and I've noticed too, like a lot of the, the your, your blank, uh, your neutral skill cards, I haven't been running nearly as much with those anymore. I mean, say for instance, the sanity ones, uh, where you hit that, but that's like a late game thing. Uh, you're not putting that right off the rip. But uh, I've noticed more and more skill cards that are neutral have been going by by the wayside in favor for their particular class cards. So that is it for the Guardians. We're going to go to Inveni Money Mo. Let's go Rogue. All right. Rogue is, first one is Haste. It's a three-cost asset. Costs two uh, XPs to put it in your deck. You're only limited to one of these per Investigator. And there's a good reason why. So if you want to pitch this to, uh, to get a skill, it's an agility, it's a ritual, and as a react, after you perform the same type of action twice in a row, exhaust haste. Take another action of that type again. So, now, and I'm kind of glad they actually broke this down too, because uh, from when I first read it, I was like, oh, okay, what does that really include? I mean, I'm, I'm like wrapping my head around it. They say the types do include activate, engage, evade, fight, uh, investigate, move, play, resource, and draw. So if you do twice in a row, you can exhaust that and do it again. I can see it's very beneficial uh, for either movement, if you need to get somewhere fast, or grabbing clues real quick. If you're a cluver, uh, or just smacking three times, it just gives you an, another action of that particular type. So, yeah, I, I definitely see a need. Oh, this is a spell, too. This takes a spell slot. And it's got Dexter Drake uh, in the back doing some crazy hand motion thing. Cards juggling around, coins showing, dove flying in the air. 
uh, very Doctor Strange-esque going on here. Um, yeah, I can see why they actually do put it. Limit one per investigator. You would go completely crazy on this card. Um, for the value, I see the value on this pretty well. I mean, obviously, you'll be playing this on, potentially on your third turn. But I know I've hit it, especially in solo. I've hit pockets like that where that's all I'm doing. It's like, all right, first attack, yeah, second attack, so then get rid of the enemy. Or you may have drawn a tentacle. This gives you another free shot of doing something. As long as you do it twice. I mean, and, and that has happened to me quite often, especially if you heard any of my solo runs. So uh, I do see the potential in this card. I like this card. This is a good card. It's a really good card. Uh, Cost-wise, I see the value in the three. Two XPs is not too bad. And they kind of did uh, start with a nerf, saying, yeah, you can only have one on it per investigator. Yeah, uh, haste is really good. I like it. I mean, just first initial feedback on it. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Right now, that's the, the winner of this pack so far. Daredevil. <clears throat> it's a skill. Two XPs. You can pitch the skill card for a wild pip, and you better do something else besides that. All right, it's Fortune and Practice. It's the subtitle. After you commit Daredevil to a skill test, reveal cards from the top of your deck until you reveal a rogue skill. You can commit to this test. Commit it. Shuffle each other revealed card back into your deck. Quote is, you're a maniac, Winnie. I know. Isn't it wonderful? Hmm. Man, this is good for, like, those double or nothing. So now I'm going to actually bust out the binder and see potentially what are the other skill cards. Because it has to be it has to be rogue for sure. It's got to be a rogue. Take uh, through this wonderful, wonderful binder. All right, so for normal skills, they got a few. Yeah, you're doubling nothings out there. Quick thinking, Hatchet Man, Opportunist, and watch this and go all John Wick, and then Cunning. And the next batch is Momentum, Opportunist, All In, and three Aces. So yeah, right off. Right off the get-go, this is a, a surefire way of digging out your double or nothing. For sure. And it gives you a wild pit. And you can play the other skill card. I can see that happening. It's just a way to dig and, and get your double or nothings out pretty quickly. Can't really see it cobbling with really anything else. I'm like looking at, uh, watch this. Eh. Uh, opportunist. Only on a skill test you are performing. Just seed by three or more. Return opportunities to your hand after this test instead of discarding it. Eh, new. No. I'm looking at double or nothing, really. Quick thinking. Uh, maybe Hatchet Man, you know. The skill test successful during an evasion attempt. Next time the evaded enemy takes damage. Uh, no, not even. Nope. Uh, all in. I think I've tried to dig all in. That's a 5 XP one. The test successful draw card for each point you succeed by to a maximum of 5 and then shuffle each week and strong by this effect back in the deck without resolving it. Maybe all in? Possibly all in? Uh, but I'm really thinking it's just digging out double or nothing for sure. Yeah, I'm not even sold on three aces. That's a lot That's a lot of craziness going on with three aces. I don't even see that happening either. So this is really digging out all or nothing for free. Assuming you don't draw another Daredevil. So, 
I think it's limited yet, but I'm sure there'll be more skill cards other than Double or Nothing that you'll be able to dig out. Yeah. Yeah. That's a Daredevil Double or Nothing bit right there. All right, we're done with Rogues. Let's go Survivor. Uh, there are two car two new cards. One is Glimmer of Hope. It's Myriad, so you got three of these. It's a one-cost event um, with a wild pit for pitching out for skill. Glimmer of Hope can only be played from your discard pile. Add all copies of a Glimmer of Hope in your discard pile to your hand, including this copy. Uh, huh. It's probably going to be one of these loaded ones where you're looking at Patrice... Where you actually can find a way of actually doing that. It might work well with uh, uh, Yorick, too. But he's really digging out assets more than anything else. Um, I'm still not a fan of the Myriads right now. I have been playing a few rounds with them. And they're not... I'm not wild with them. And I guess you shouldn't be wild with these. Because it's an additional card that goes into your deck. But... Uh, if you are playing cards, especially, you know, pitching cards, and you have a big fat discard pile, I mean, I can't see some value in this, but then I'm, like, looking at this thing. It's a one-cost event that possibly allows you to dig these things back up again, but I'd rather play just a skill card, honestly, to, to get something better. I'd rather play an Unexpected Courage than I would with this for what it does, but it is blessed. It is fortunate, and I'm sure any other or any uh, other investigators that can play off of this, maybe. I mean, would I even put this into Father Mateo? Because I think he could take Blessed Cards. Eh, I still want a skill card. I'm not really 100% sold on that one. Next one is Expedious Retreat. It is a 1 XP skill. You can pitch it for an agility. It's innate. It's developed. You can only max one of these per skill test, and while the retreat is committed during a basic evade action, it gains two more agility, and the text is, if this successfully succeeds by two or more, you may automatically evade another enemy at your location. Um, okay, so I wouldn't put the, the agility card, the neutral one here, so I would actually put this one here because it gives you three. And the bonus is if you're being swamped by another enemy, you can automatically evade that by as that as well. Um, oh, this is spot on for a survivor for sure, absolutely for sure. I mean, I mean, it's only one XP. I mean, for it, you can only do one per skill test, but but that's okay. It gives you three, and really, I probably would play with this. Um, I, I wouldn't do it, like, early game. I mean, late game, sure, with the agility. Yeah, I, I wouldn't... Yeah, what's what? Oh, manual dexterity. That's the uh, the agility. Neutral and agility gives you two. I mean, if you're focused on, on that, then, yeah, I would probably do the athlete. I would do Rita Young with this one for sure. Um, combo with her shoes. I mean, she could just jump all over the place with this. If she's getting mobbed and... She, if your whole deck style is evading first before fighting or shooting, then yes, I definitely see the value in this for sure. And especially probably more so for multiplayer because when the deck comes out and it's a heavy, heavy, heavy enemy um, laden scenario deck, I mean, I can see the use in it. it, it for what it's priced, I think it's pretty good. It's, it, it is good. 
I mean, I think, honestly, that second part is just a bonus for what you would get here. If you're just doing the basic evade action, you get three. So, not bad. I, I wouldn't, you know, and say an auto-include, but if, you're, if your investigator is big on the evading first, uh, absolutely. This, this is a, there is value with this card. Let's go Mystic. Mystic. And Mystic, it will go for the ally. It is, oh, I'm going to butcher this one. Twilia? Twilia? Twilia. Uh, I'm going to go with Twilia. Catherine Price. She is a unique ally. Lost in a dream. It is a 3 XP asset. It costs 3 to put out. Uh, 1 knowledge, 1 agility for pitching it for a skill test. She's an ally, artist, and dreamer. Um, she can take 1 hit point and 2 sanity. Uh, as a react, after you spend 1 or more charges from a spell asset, exhaust her and place a charge on that asset. Wow, that is cool. If you really don't want that shrivel to go away right off the rip, or oh man, that's just awesome. Any way to get more charges is, is just sweet in my book. I mean, she's not going to take too much damage, but if you're running like heavy spell throwing with a mystic, yeah, I, I definitely can see the potential in this. But isn't there another card that actually goes out there and you actually can put charges on? On cards, but I think that's just a one-time shot, though. Let me uh, dig in the binder. Doom. Oh, open up here. Here we go. What's the one card that does that? We can put charges on spells. Uh, still looking. Still looking. Still looking. I know there's one. I know there's one. There has to be one. Uh, yeah, Book of Shadows. Book of Shadows does that. And it takes a hand slot, and there's two versions of it. Book of Shadows for three-cost asset for one XP. You can exhaust it and spend a resource to put a charge. Or the other one, which is the bigger one, Book of Shadows for four, and it's three XP to put in your deck. You have an additional arcane slot, and then you can exhaust the Book of Shadows to add a charge to it as spell that set you control. So, hmm. Well, I'm looking at the the better of the level three book of assets for four. So you really the trade-off is do you want an extra spell slot? And it takes a hand. Or do you want the ally? Oh, I'm like looking even at even at breaking it down here even by skill set so they both give out the same thing for knowledge but the book of shadows gives you willpower the other one gives you agility hmm book of shadows i mean the four it's the four there that kind of scares you off there has to be another card there would be another card that can actually put more on there i guess not I'm not seeing any more. Nope. 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 Mm-mm. Nope. So, yeah, it's a toss-up between that and the Book of Shadows. So I'm not seeing anything that actually does anything like that to add more stuff there. So trade-off is whether or not you want an ally or <laughs> do you want the extra spell slot. Yeah, it depends. So... 
First, I was like kind of wild. Now I'm sitting there thinking in the back of my head, it's like, uh, maybe it's not so gooder. Maybe it's not so gooder at all. I mean, it's all right. I mean, if you're doing that, I mean, yeah, I'm looking at all of them. Yeah, that's the only one that I could see that does that. So, I mean, if not, let me know. Prove me wrong. But it'll be a toss-up between that Book of Shadows or Price. Uh, probably with the Mystics, you'd probably use Allies anyways. But this would be all... You would probably have to build around it. Same thing with, like, the Book of Shadows. If you're throwing a chuckload of spells and you're finding out you're, you're eliminating charges, the thing that kind of gets me here is, like, after you spend one or more charges... Usually it's just a charge. I haven't really found any spells that actually spend more more than one charge. I know there's assets you can do that, like Tommy Gun. You can just get rid of a, like a lot and do a lot of damage right off the rip. Uh, maybe the maybe the rifle does that, but I haven't seen a spell that actually makes you just like you just always spend a charge. Huh. Okay. I mean, I'm all right with it. I mean, I don't know if I'm gonna run it, but I'm. Uh... I mean, you're going to be a toss-up between that and the Book of Shadows and whether or not you want to pay that for it. It's like either you want the ally or you want the extra spell slot. Or you could just do both. I mean, you really could if you want to and just be all crazy up in that. So you could do that too. Like, I'm not going to take that away. Alrighty. We've got a next one here. Empower Self. And there are three different ones. And this is a myriad but I think it's like the first myriad that I see that it actually requires you to spend XPs. There is, it's two cost, or two XPs to put these in your deck. Uh, it's three to put out for the assets. And they're all different. They're all named Empower Self. One is Stanima, one is Acuity, and the other one's Clarity. Probably destroyed that, but we'll go with it. So we'll look at the Stanima first. Stanima, uh, if you pitch this for a skill set, it'll give you two fighting. Uh, it is a ritual. It is a spell. It is myriad. You get to limit one empower self stamina per deck. Well, that's good because I don't want to buy three packs of the point of no return. Uh, up to three, um, up to three empower self cards take up a single arcane slot. Oh, okay. So you can have them all out, but they're all the same thing, which makes sense. Okay. Anytime a card effect requires you to use willpower instead of fighting. You may ignore that aspect of the effect. Uh, and as a react, you can exhaust Empower Self and you get plus two fighting for this test. Uh, okay. A lot of the spells that makes your fighting stuff like that requires you to use willpower. So it says anytime, it just says you may ignore that aspect of the effect. I'm trying to figure out the use on that. Why? Why would it do that? Hmm. I mean, if I use shriveling, I'm going to definitely use the willpower instead of the fighting. I'm trying to wrap my mind around this. All right. So we'll skip on the stamina, and they're all going to be similar. So the acuity, it's the same thing as before. Except Acuity does, instead of Willpower, any card effect that requires you to use Willpower instead of Knowledge. Uh, you may ignore that aspect of the effect. And you can exhaust Empower Self to get plus two Knowledge for this test. 
You can also pitch this card and gives you uh, plus two knowledge as well. And the other one, a clarity, it does the evade. So it hits all three except for the willpower, which makes sense because usually with mystics, that's their wheelhouse anyways. Uh, but the same thing, you can instead exhaust this card to get plus two evade for this test. I'm wondering... Uh, maybe an encounter card they can play off of this that forces you to do that and you can sit you can ignore that aspect of the effect i am really wrapping my head on this one i am not 100 percent certain on this one i might have to dig this one up first impression i am kind of going huh kind of confused on this one but i guess the bright side is you just spend two xp and get all three of these but i'm trying to find the value on that you're always going to go for your willpower anyways, 9 times out of 10, because that's what the Mystics are known for. They're, they have the high willpower bumps. That's why you would get a Shriveling that would do that. Yeah, I just don't understand this one at all. Hey, prove me wrong. I mean, I have no idea on this. I'll have to dig this up. Maybe it's on Arkham DB or... Not 100%. That's weird. It's a really weird one. All right, we are going to the Seekers, and they got one thing, and it's all Dream of the Diary. So it was the one that you couldn't decipher. Well, if you did interpret the dreams, you have three different cards. But we're going to go back, and we're going to look at the Dream Diary that came out from the main pack of uh, Dream Eaters. So the Dream, the Dream Diary is a two-cost asset with one willpower for the skill pitch. Um, gives you, it's an item, Tome, it's a charm. As an action, you can search your bonded cards for the essence of the dream and add it to your hand. I'll get to that in a second. It takes up a hand slot. And as a react, after you succeed by three or more during a skill test in which the essence of the dream is committed, record in your campaign log that you have interpreted the dream. So, what does the essence of the dream do? Looks like an unexpected courage. It's a skill with two wild pips. It's bonded with the dream diary. When Essence of Dream would enter your discard pile or be shuffled in your deck, instead, set the Essence of the Dream aside out of play with your bonded cards. So, that's a way to actually call it back. It spends an action to call that card back into your hand. Um, and you, the real big thing is you want to succeed by three or more, which is very, very easy to do if you're trying to look for clues and stuff like that. I mean, that's honestly what's going to happen. Nine times out of ten, that's going to happen anyways. I mean, if you're playing with Rex or something like that, and you have a Dream Diary in hand, and you, you're, yeah, you're gonna definitely get this by three or more. But you have to play the Essence of Dream to do it. So you got to call for it first. Play the Essence of Dream gets you the plus two, and then once you're successful, you can record your campaign like if you interpreted the dreams. So now that we know what that does, there are three versions of the Dream Diary. They all cost the same. It's a two cost asset for three XPs. One is Dreams of an Explorer, one's Dreams of a Child, and the other is a Dreams of a Madman. Wow. It's like an Ozzy Osbourne song right there. But let's look at the uh, Dreams of a Madman. All right, for this one, you can pitch for a skill set of a willpower in a fight. Uh, you can you know, only include the sass in your deck by upgrading from it from the dream diary untranslated and only if you interpreted the dreams okay we got that and while you're engaged with an enemy your essence of the dream gains two more wild pips woof 
Wow. So that two actually becomes a four. It's crazy. And when your turn begins, search your bonded cards for the essence of dream and add it to your hand. Wow. That's awesome. It's a lot of work to get to this card, but that's still awesome. This one will also, the Diary Man Man, instead of two, it's actually four. Four wilds. That's sweet. And as a react, and when turn begins, you get just to put it in your hand. So once you're done with it, it yeah, the, the only thing is that you just get it like once per turn. It doesn't matter. It's once per turn. That's coming back every single turn. That's crazy. That's crazy good. That is crazy good. Man, this artwork on Essence Dream, I'm just looking at it, it is absolutely bonkers. You got a tornado. You got it coming out of someone's mouth. Rain or you got birds flying around. You got a you know water tower. You got a train. Ain't got craziness going on here, man. Somebody was doing some sort of crazy medicinal medicine here to draw this thing. It's crazy looking. But all right, so Daria Madman, <laughs> the Ozzy Osbourne song, gives you four wild pips for the essence of the dream. Dreams of a child. Oh, now I looked at dreams of a madman. You have to be engaged in the en if you have been engaged with the enemy. Your essence of dream gains plus two. So it's worth four when you're engaged with an enemy. That's still pretty sweet, though. That's still pretty sweet. So, Dreams of a Child, same thing as before, same cost. Uh, but if you're pitching this for skill, it gives you a willpower and a knowledge. And while you have at least eight cards in hand, your essence of the dream gains plus two wild pips. So, if you have eight cards in hand and you're maxed out, it gives you that way. Um, if you're drawn very, very heavy... I definitely see it if you have eight cards in your hand. I definitely can see it. I don't know if I'd pick this one right off the rip. But, I mean, honestly, if you, you're playing, you know, with higher knowledge or higher education, yeah, you're going to have those cards in your hand anyway so you can max out on it. So it is possible um, with uh, the, you know, higher education that you'll have a, a pretty healthy hand size. So that's what that does. And this is the same thing as for you can, uh, when your turn begins, you search your binding cards for the essence dream and add to your hand. Then the explorer. All right. While you're at the location with at least four shroud, your essence of the dream gains too wild. So this one is all about when you're doing clues. Uh, same thing. Everything is the same thing as before. It gives you a willpower and an agility if you're pitching this. So this will actually give you a boost on the fourth shot. I don't know. This one might be the weakest of the bunch here because if you are a seeker, um, you're pre you're pretty. Sh I'm pretty sure you're never really gonna be worried about the fourth shroud aspect of it because um, you have that high. You have the high value. Uh, this might be included if someone splashes with uh, with seekers. But even then, this thing costs three XPs to put in your deck, so it might not even be able to. So it's like Roland. Roland's never going to be smart enough to interpret it. Interpret the, well, he could interpret the dreams. He'll never be able to put the any of these cards in there. So you would actually have to find somebody that can actually splash the level three XP cards in here to do this. Um, I mean, of the three, I'm looking at this now. Of the three, I would think... Early on, 
probably it's probably gonna be the dreams of a madman with the enemy because it gives you a surefire way of giving you a plus four. I mean, e either way, you're always gonna get the plus two, so it's always an unexpected card popping up in your hand at the beginning of every turn it comes in, and then everything else just it, it's just bonus. So. Sum it up, Dream Diary, yeah, you can get the Essence Dream, but it spends an action to get the Essence of a Dream in your hand. Once you actually beat a test by three or more, you have interpreted the dreams when you use the Essence of the Dream. And then finally, you can upgrade these up, and then it it you no longer have to spend an action to get the Essence of Dream, because when your turn begins, you just put it in your hand right off the rip. So, I think the edge would go to, to the Dreams of a Madman. That's what I think. I mean, early on, that's what I think. I mean, Force Shroud, I, not 100% sold on that one. Eight cards, possibly. Um, again, if you have, you know, with higher knowledge or higher education, you can probably play with this one very, very easily to get that plus two bonus. You just got to make sure you're always maxed out on your hand size. So I would say the Madman aspect would get this win. So that is it for the point of no return. <laughs> uh, this is an interesting pack. Uh, I wouldn't say none of these were straight out homers. So like, look, oh, there's an automatic auto include with any of these cards. Uh, I couldn't say necessarily any one of these are particular skunkers, but I'm seeing a lot more of these cards are kind of very situational. So uh, not a bad pack. Uh, I've seen worse, but uh, not too bad. Not too bad at all. Well, that'll wrap this one up, guys and gals. You can get hold of Tim at ArkhamsKids at gmail.com. Let me know what your thoughts on the card. Do you like them? Do you hate them? Uh, yeah, let me know uh, what you think. And until then, we'll uh, continue on later on. I'm going to be running Agnes and still going through Carcosa. She's going to get locked up in an insane asylum. Um, maybe I'll watch In the Mouth of Madness just to prep myself up for this before I dig in for that scenario. But until then, guys and gals, thanks for listening, and I'll chat with you later.